All right, all right. Welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. You have Natalie Workman here, Sans, the co-host, Brandon Dawson. He is not joining us this week. He will be back on subsequent episodes, but he is denouncing his co-host status and he is going to be a guest moving forward because let's be honest, that's really what he wanted the whole time and it's good for me too. So today, as my very first solo episode, I am going to be answering your questions. And for the Q&A today, I put out on Instagram earlier this morning, what Q&A, aka question answers, I guess would just be the questions, huh? Yeah, what the questions would be. And the very first question that I received was, drum roll please, long drum roll. How did your mom react to your age gap? She listened, she asked questions, but what was interesting is I thought that I would be the one that could tell her. I thought that I would be able to have this conversation and Brandon ended up joining us for lunch that day. And so we sat down for lunch and I'll never forget it. I went to tell my mom that we were in love and the words could not make it out of my mouth. I just choked up and I instantly started actually crying. Uh, I think Brandon started crying too and and my mom did during that conversation as well because it was emotional and it was emotional for a couple of reasons, but primarily my mom and, and my dad as well spent their entire lives opening doors for me and creating opportunities to help me be as successful as possible. And by sharing about my feelings for Brandon, my mom felt like I was closing a door instead of keeping all doors open for possibilities. I think in a perfect world, my mom would have me date somebody who's my age and successful, but doing things at the same exact time or around the same time I am. And I'm sure that there are parts of her that make her a little bit sad about the choice that I've made just from from a pure parenting standpoint. But when she interacts with us, when we're spending time together, She absolutely adores Brandon. Uh, And so her reaction was mixed from the standpoint of she adores him. Uh, She, I don't know if some of you guys know this. I know a few of you do, but she's been his doctor for 15 years. So she knew Brandon. Luckily his medical records checked out. So she wasn't worried on that front. Uh, but she, she also knows that Brandon can't have kids. So there, there were, there was in family dynamics, there are different situations and in in age gap relationships, there are different situations and dynamics, knowing that Brandon wasn't able to have kids and already had kids. It was also a little bit of a death of a dream for my mother who always wanted to have grandchildren. And it was the confirmation that this is not the direction that her one and only daughter is taking with her life. With that being said, again, my mom was an entire angel through the process and I've thanked her and probably never will thank her enough um, for how much of a rock she was for me. And my recommendation would always be, it might not be your mom, it, it might not be your dad, it might not be your sibling or anybody that's actually blood, but in these relationships, find somebody, one poor person that is going to stand by you and support you and be your rock through the process because it's it's a process it's not an event it's daily decisions it's weekly changes and and monthly ebbs and flows and that one person for me was my mom and i'm lucky that she reacted the way that she did heidi asked when is the wedding 
wouldn't you like to know, Heidi? I would like to know when the wedding is. <laughs> Actually, you and me both. We both should ask this question. Uh, I, for those of you who don't know, Brandon and I got engaged about a year and a half ago. And I told him flat out then, I don't imagine getting married until I'm 30. And I'm 26 now. So there's a couple years between me uh, being 26 and, and actually turning 30. And so when the wedding is, sometime in the next four years, it's about as committal as I'm gonna get. And the reason for that is I just wanna, I wanna build our life together. I wanna build my life. And I don't feel like at 26, it has nothing to do with him. I just don't feel like I'm ready to, it's not even make the commitment. It's I'm not ready to celebrate our love until I'm ready to celebrate what I have done and what I have contributed to this planet, to my friends, to my family, to him. And for me, it's we get to celebrate all these moments. So if I'm going to spend all this money planning a party, I want to make sure that the party is I'm at a place where it's worth celebrating. Uh, and so we're waiting for a little while. That's my answer to when the wedding is. Sorry, it wasn't more helpful, Heidi. Uh, Samantha asked, what was life like before Brandon and what was the journey from then to now? What was, the, what was life like before Brandon and what was the journey from then to now? Just a couple part question. Life before Brandon, I mean, I was, I was young. I, I was still a young professional just navigating the end of college, which I didn't end up graduating, uh, when Brandon and I decided to start dating. So I, I often in the beginning felt, I, I equate it to Hannah Montana. Uh, I felt like I was living in one world and then in other instances, it was an entirely different world. And I was torn between the world of my friends, the world of my work, and then the world with Brandon and the world of adulthood. And I really struggled with it at first because it was, uh, it, it was just back and forth constantly. And I learned through that though, that it provided the perfect amount of balance early on. When it comes to these age gap relationships, especially if the other partner has kids, he needed his time to still be a parent, to still be the CEO of a company. And I needed time to still be spending time with my girlfriends and developing my interests and reading books and doing the things that I wouldn't say the typical 20 year old was doing. I, I, I wouldn't say at any point in my 20s was I doing what was typical, but it allowed me to have time to myself. So early on and kind of before Brandon, I really did pride myself on learning new things, taking courses, reading books. And when I think you jump into a romance, all of a sudden you don't, um, you don't have enough time to do that, but this structure with Brandon, because he had these other responsibilities, it allowed me to continue to have my things going on as well. And it forced me to have those. And I was never, I never took the tact of being pissed about it. Every once in a while I was, but for the most part, I, I tried to use it as a positive opportunity for me to be able to have my own space. What was the second part of that question? 
What was the journey from then to now? Oh gosh, the journey from then to now. How long is this podcast gonna be? (laughs) Uh, The journey, Uh, I mean, there was a process between telling his kids, telling my parents, showing up at work events together, uh, integrating our lives. I mean, the the process was a long process. None of this happened overnight and we were very thoughtful about how the people in our lives were going to interact with us. What I will say is that Brandon and I have been committed since day one. Like that is, I believe when you know, you know. I've known since the beginning. And when you know something, you don't have to question whether or not it's right or question question whether or not it's a good thing for you. You commit and you move through it. You commit and you go. You commit and and it becomes something that uh, you're just... You're, you're dealing with other situations not on, not, not because you're not committed, you're dealing with the situations because you know you're committed and you have to work, your, work other people through that commitment. Uh, and so the process for us looked like committing, making sure that he and I were on the same page and then saying, okay, systematically, how are we gonna take these, these elements in each of our lives that don't mesh quite yet, that don't come together and how do we actually put them together? Um, that, that's even up through today. I mean, we we still do that in so many aspects and it's what makes us strong. It's what makes our ability to work together through this new venture actually stick and, and feel familiar and comfortable because we know how to take two things and put them together. I know last week we talked a little bit about the cliffhanger of where the Age Gap Realness show is going and I want to continue to be transparent with you guys in saying that I'm not exactly sure. And part of welcoming you guys into my life in this way is to be able to share the process that I'm going through. This age gap relationship is a huge part of my life. However, it doesn't define me. But that doesn't mean that I don't struggle with taking away the pieces where I do feel like it does define me. And and when I'm taking those pieces away and really figuring out my voice, figuring out who I am and what I stand for, Uh, I think it's scary and it's easy not to commit to a certain direction. And part of that comes from the comfort in the age gap. And and part of it just comes from, I think it's just hard no matter what to commit to a certain direction moving forward. I have received amazing, wonderful feedback from you guys, um, especially people who are in age gap relationships who are appreciative that this content exists and that there's a place to talk about these things and hear more about how somebody else has has struggled through it and come out on the other side but still struggling through it because there isn't a lot out there that's talking about this. Uh, One of those particular comments that I really appreciated uh, starts with this. Hey there, in regards to your ask for feedback, first thing, the podcast is so refreshing and necessary. Thank you, truly, because I feel like there's zero content like it and it's really rare to find a similar couple in life to learn and relate to. That said, I totally understand the the desire to expand your content to a broader audience. A couple of things. One, you're in a season where the age gap isn't stressing you out, and that's so good. But I still think there are a lot of topics you haven't touched on yet, and you could either dig into the archives, or maybe you haven't experienced them in your relationship. Personally, my husband is 44 and my nerves really start to pick up thinking what 50 and beyond will be like. Two, 
I think you can still use the same platform and your subject matter expertise to tackle adjacent topics. In truth, your perspective is colored by the dynamics of your relationship, but it doesn't define it. Let's be honest, whatever you decide, I'll be listening. This feedback is invaluable and I'm appreciative for it because it allows me the room that I need in order to figure out what this next step is. So thank you.